Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to the Whispering Woods podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Toby. <laughs> Sorry, Toby's laughing because we're trying to record and we've got two dogs here panting very heavily. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is all about... The old hag and sleep demons. It is. But first of all, we've got a new patron to give a shout out to. Sheldon Dude. Yeah, thanks so much, Sheldon. We really, really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join us on Patreon, the address is patreon.com forward slash The Whispering Woods, where you can listen ad-free. Um, we also do an extra episode on the demon tier. Or come and join us on the Facebook group. It's less exclusive. We've got about 24 now. We've gone up a few. Um, if you want to come and join us on that, the link to it will be in the podcast notes. Right, have you heard of Old Hag, Toby? Um, what, like, person like you, Old Hag? <laughs> like, it's, it, the Old Hag, well, I've done an introduction, so we, we'll just listen to that now, shall we? All right. In folklore, the Night Hag is often depicted as a supernatural being or an evil spirit that visits people during their sleep. Legend states that the night hag sits on the chest of the sleeping victim, causing feelings of pressure or suffocation, commonly known as sleep paralysis. Some tales describe her as an old witch-like woman, while others portray her as a shadowy figure 
or even a demonic entity. The night hag is believed to bring nightmares and bad dreams, sometimes even feeding off the fear and negative energy of those she torments. It's said that she can manipulate dreams and create terrifying illusions, making her presence all the more unsettling. There are various folk remedies and practices said to ward off the night hag. Some cultures suggest placing a broomstick or a shoe near the bed, as it's believed that the hag will be compelled to count the bristles or laces, keeping her occupied until morning. Others recommend sleeping with a religious symbol, such as a cross or an amulet, for protection against her malevolent presence. Long before its modern connotation, the term nightmare was used as a word for this particular occurrence. Many cultures across the globe have assigned their own distinct names to this phenomena, or the supernatural entity associated with it. In Scandinavian folklore, sleep paralysis is attributed to a fascinating and eerie entity known as the mare. This creature, akin to incubi and succubi, embodies a cursed woman whose tormented spirit roams undetected during the sleeping hours. She visits unsuspecting villagers and perches upon their chests, inducing dreadful nightmares as they peacefully rest. Descriptions of the Mara vary, but they are often shown as female figures with long, unkempt hair and glowing eyes. It's said they feed off the fear and anxiety of their victims. In addition to Scandinavian folklore, similar beliefs about sleep paralysis exist in other regions, such as Newfoundland in Canada and South Carolina and Georgia in the United States. These tales describe a ghastly entity known as the hag, who appears to leave her physical form at night and perches on the chest of her victim. When the victim awakes, they are overcome with a sense of terror and find it difficult to breathe due to the perceived weight on their chest, which renders them unable to move. In Gullah law, this terrifying encounter is known as being hag-ridden. The concept of the old hag also appears in British and Anglophone North American folklore, representing a nightmarish spirit associated with sleep paralysis. In Fiji, the phenomena of sleep paralysis is interpreted as canativoro, which translates to being eaten by a demon. According to local beliefs, the demon is often believed to be the spirit of a recently deceased relative who has returned to fulfil unfinished tasks or deliver important messages to the living. When someone experiences sleep paralysis, those sleeping nearby may encourage the possession to continue by saying kania kania, which means eat, eat in Fijian. This is done in the hopes of having a chance to communicate with the spirit or deceased relative and seek answers for their visitation. Upon waking from the experience, 
the affected person is often urged to immediately curse or chase away the spirit of the deceased relative. This may involve speaking directly to the entity and telling them to leave or using offensive language to drive them away. According to Albanian folk beliefs, there is a spirit known as Mokti or Makti, which translates to nightmare in English. Mokti is described as a male spirit wearing a golden fez hat. He's said to appear to tired or suffering women, causing them to become immobilized or unable to move. It's believed that if a woman is able to take his golden hat, Mokti will grant her a wish. But after obtaining the hat, Mokti is said to visit the woman frequently, although he is considered harmless. To protect oneself from Mokti, there are talismans that can be used. One method involves placing the husband's hat near the pillow while sleeping. This is believed to ward off Mokti's visits and provide protection from his presence. In Nigeria, there is a phenomena known as ISP, isolated sleep paralysis, which is believed to be more prevalent among people of African descent compared to whites or Nigerians of African origin. Within African communities, ISP is often referred to as the devil on your back. ISP is a sleep disorder in which a person experiences temporary paralysis upon waking up or falling asleep. During an episode, individuals may feel a strong sense of pressure on their chest, have difficulty breathing and hallucinate unsettling figures or entities in their surroundings. These experiences can be accompanied by a feeling of fear or a sense of an evil presence. The term devil on your back is a metaphorical reference used to describe the terrifying and oppressive nature of ISP experiences. It highlights the association of ISP with supernatural or spiritual entities. In Turkey, sleep paralysis is known as Karabasan and is often associated with stories of demonic visitation during sleep. According to these beliefs, a supernatural being called a jinn enters the victim's room and immobilizes them, making it impossible to move. The jinn may also exert pressure or choke the person during the episode. To counter the presence of the demonic creature, individuals are advised to recite specific verses from the Quran, particularly Al-Falak and Al-Nas, which are believed to protect against evil entities. These practices are rooted in religious and cultural beliefs, with the understanding that invoking Allah's protection can help ward off the jinn. Additionally, in some variations of the stories, it's said that the jinn wears a wide hat, and if the person can gather enough courage to take the hat, they can gain control over the jinn, making it their slave. In Thailand, sleep paralysis is attributed to a ghost known as Pian in Thai folklore. This belief suggests that the spirit of Pian is responsible for causing sleep paralysis episodes. Some individuals even claim that encounters with Pian 
can result in physical bruises. Fia is a supernatural entity believed to be a ghost of a person who died suddenly or tragically. It's also believed to haunt and torment individuals during their sleep. In Eastern Chinese folklore, there is a belief that a mouse has the ability to steal human breath during the night. According to this belief, the mouse gains strength and longevity from the stolen breath, and it can even transform into a human for a short period of time, similar to fox spirits in Chinese mythology. The mouse is said to position itself near the person's face or under their nostrils while they sleep. In Malaysian and Indonesian mythology, we come across the Penangalan or Hantu Penangal. This nightmare spirit takes on the form of a detached female head, with her entrails still attached, flying around in the night. Legend has it that the Penangalan is a witch who practices dark magic. She seeks out pregnant women or infants to feast upon their blood. In Native American folklore, we find the nightmare spirit or dream eater. These spirits are believed to visit people during their sleep, causing intense and disturbing nightmares. They're said to feed off the negative energy generated by these dreams, leaving the dreamer feeling exhausted and drained upon waking. These examples merely scratch the surface of the diverse nightmare spirits found worldwide. Each culture has its unique interpretation, legends and rituals to protect against these haunting entities. Exploring these tales not only offers insight into different cultural beliefs, but also highlights the universal human fascination with the mysterious and sometimes unsettling nature of dreams. Indeed, there are numerous variations of nightmare spirits found across different cultures and mythologies around the world. These eerie entities have long been associated with the realm of dreams and the haunting experiences that can occur during sleep. Yeah, so the one that you can swear at, you'd be fine, wouldn't you? Because you're often doing that in your sleep. The other, yeah. the other night I heard you effing and jeffing like nobody's business. <laughs> I don't know what you were doing, but yeah, profanities were surely coming out of your mouth. Probably having a go at the weather. Yeah, we're having a go at something. Yeah. <laughs> it's what's what I found really intriguing. Now, the reason I've done this because it's it is sleep paralysis a lot of it, but the, it's just too coincidental that so many people have the same experiences that it most definitely isn't just a straightforward sleep paralysis. I do believe that these things, whatever form they come in, they, they get us when we're weak, you know? So when we're at our weakest, we're really vulnerable. We're in a vulnerable state, the most vulnerable state, especially because, like, as humans now, we, all, we kind of sleep singly or, you know... As tribes, we would have set, slept in groups to protect each other. Mm. Um, so they can just swarm on in there and take advantage of it. Yeah. You know? And we might have had a fire, a fire like burning, not growing, but burning. And that might have kept them at bay as well in our cave. Yeah. I'm not all for going back to the cave. Nope. No? No. Because you'd miss your phone. <laughs> <laughs> 
and your Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's really interesting that there are variations of the hat man through different cultures. Um, really, really, I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. Because that's like a standard thing, isn't it? We've done an episode on the hat man and other shadow figures. But it seems to be a really standard thing that people see. I've not seen the hat man um, ever, personally. Nope. I do find it creepy, and I also find the grinning man, the smiling man, the one, another one we've done an episode on where he dances towards you. Really creepy. Like the Sabrina dancing lady, or whatever it's called. Is that the doll? Sabrina dancing lady or something like that. No, I don't know about that. Ah, uh, ain't a doll, it's like this lady and people seen her just dancing in the middle of the night and just in the road just dancing and then wow. when you look at her she turned around and she's got like a apparently she's got like a permanent uh, smile or something I'm gonna research that one that sounds like a good episode to do yeah I'm surprised you haven't earned that to be no, honest oh well done next episode coming up <laughs> Mind you, I've been, I've been promising to do an episode on the Ram Inn for Chris as well. And also for Katie, who wants gremlins from like World War One. So they're all coming, I promise, they will come. But I really, I'm really intrigued by the Serbian lady, so that might have to be our next episode. Right, are you ready for the first scary story? Yep. Yeah. Yes, I am. Did you say gimp? No, I only said <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Not yet, dear. Ah! <laughs> Let's do it. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost two years. We've lived together in a third floor apartment for most of that time. My boyfriend tends to have really bad nightmares and trouble sleeping, where he'll suddenly awake in the night, heart racing and unable to calm down and properly get back to sleep. This is something he's dealt with for a long, long time. He's also always had a fear of walking past a darkened room and seeing one of two things. A bird-like witchy-looking hag, or himself, a doppelganger. These are fears and trepidation he's had way before he moved into the apartment we now share, and way before he knew me. Well, I moved in, and at first I was convinced the apartment was haunted. We had several strange things happen, including shadow people, strange noises coming from our phones, and I've even been touched and heard footsteps and saw a reflection of my boyfriend in the mirror while he was physically at work. I discuss all of these occurrences in other posts here on Reddit. I'll link them in the comments for the curious. The activity died down and I started chalking it up to the jitters of living in a new place with two cats I've never had indoor pets before and maybe the sounds I would hear and the shapes I would see were the cats messing about and I wasn't used to them being around. Out of the blue we are enjoying some food out on the town and my boyfriend decides to tell me something that's been bothering him for a little while but he didn't want to freak me out. He tells me that while he was working, about a week before, a word popped into his head and kept coming back into his mind, but he'd never heard of it before. Kikimura was the word. I thought it was a made-up word and couldn't understand why that would freak me out. 
He asked me if I remembered the bird-like witch he could picture in his mind that he was afraid of seeing in a darkened room. I replied that I did remember. He showed me a picture on his phone and said it was exactly what he'd pictured in his head as the bird-like witch he feared. I wasn't making the connection. He then put the puzzle together for me by explaining he only found the picture online because he searched the strange word that popped into his head and bothered him for a few days. Kiki Mora, for the curious, there's a Wikipedia article on it. The first picture in the article is the picture in question. Ice slid down my back. We read about the creature and started piecing together some of the things that happened to him on a regular basis. The night terrors, waking up panicking and finding it hard to believe, etc. It didn't explain what was happening to me in the apartment, however, and so we brushed off the eerie coincidence as just that, a strange coincidence, but not before I saged the apartment. Last weekend we went to my boyfriend's sister's apartment and spent time with her and her husband. As our conversations often do, we started talking about the paranormal experiences we'd had. I went to the restroom, and while in there, I remembered the Kikimora story, and that his sister and brother-in-law had not heard it. But for the life of me, I couldn't remember the word Kikimora. I came back into the living room and told my boyfriend he should tell them the story of the bird-like witch he was so afraid of. He admitted he'd been thinking the same thing, and was even then trying to look up the creature, but he couldn't remember the name either. We had the whole group looking up Russian witch, bird woman witch, and so on and so forth, and couldn't find anything resembling what he'd discovered months before. As I looked, the word finally flashed through my mind, as we were all about to give up, Kiki Mora. So we're all reading the Wikipedia page, and I noticed something that I hadn't seen the first time round. The Kikimora is often paired with a male spirit called the Domovoi. They are a husband and wife pair. So I checked out the Wikipedia page for the Domovoi. Seems like an amicable spirit, actually protecting the household from his bat-crazy wife, the Kikimora. But what really got us all freaking out was that the Domovoi is known to take the shape of the head of the household, like a doppelganger. That made us all sit in stunned shock, seeing as how my boyfriend has had a fear of not only the Kikimora, apparently, but now has fears of seeing a doppelganger coincide with the legend of the Domovoi. On top of all that, about a month ago, a rooster showed up at our apartment complex. The blast thing crows and crows and crows from 4am to 10am. Just never shuts up. Someone must be feeding it to keep it around. The only reason I mention it is that the legend goes, if the Kikimora is placated with the upkeep of the domicile she resides in, then she will tend to the chickens and housework. Yet another seemingly random thing happening around us that coincides with the Kikimora legend. I just had to share this story, 100% of which is true. Nothing has happened since the Domovoi revelation, except that just last night, 
my boyfriend tossed and turned and had nightmare after nightmare, which usually wakes me up, but I slept like a rock the whole night through. Hopefully this is all just crazy coincidence and I think too much into it. I really don't know. We aren't taking it too seriously, even after all these links and coincidences. But it's incredible to me how it all keeps adding up. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. So that story was a bit of a mixture, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like demons household spirits the fae all sort of mixed into one i i am actually going to do um some episodes on russian folklore because it's really interesting i've just got so many episodes i want to do and not enough time if yeah. i could if i had my way i'd have episodes every day and i'd just be engrossed in this paranormal world but i got to keep on coming back to the living every now and again because <laughs> they miss me and they need feeding <laughs> Um, a lot of the individual sleep demons we will do separate episodes for as well, so we can uh, dive a bit deeper. Yeah. Are you ready for the second scary story? Yes, I am. This story I'm sharing is a very strange one that happened two years ago to me in my old apartment. It was the most intense sleep paralysis or lucid dreaming I've ever had. I'm into the paranormal, so I felt like this could be something more. Posting this here to see if anyone has any insight or experience. I've been experiencing sleep paralysis and other paranormal things since I was little. But I had my first sleep paralysis episode when I was about 17 or 18. I'm currently 34 and I've probably had it happen 10 times or more with four episodes being very strange, scary. I'm used to sleep paralysis to the point that I know how to get out of it and I know when it's happening. One night I was sleeping and I wake up. I knew instantly that I'm having an episode because it feels weird like I'm in another plane of reality. I'm laying in my bed and the sun is setting and my whole room is this eerie orangey golden glow and I'm staring out of one of my large windows. Something feels very off and I just know something terrifying is going to show up. Just not sure what, which scares me because one of my fears as a kid was having ghosts or aliens appear in my window while I'm sleeping. All of a sudden, 
I see this dark smoke come to my window and slowly form into a figure. A dark figure. And it turns into this girl I knew from high school. Very random, not scary, kind of comical at best. This girl was annoying in school, so I suppose that could be terrifying in itself. Anyway, it then floats through my window and into my room and is floating over me. It wasn't staring at me at this point, just floating into my room. While she's floating over me, I was so confused that it was her, but something inside of me was telling me it's not her. I could tell by her eyes and that weird smirk on her face that it definitely wasn't her. It felt very creepy and not pleasant. She floats over me for a bit and then lowers and gets in my face with this weird smile, staring directly into my eyes, which felt very menacing. I turned away and was able to close my eyes and start to try to wiggle my toes and I was able to snap myself out of it. When I woke up, it was 11pm and I felt like a ton of bricks had hit me. I was in a state of panic. I felt so strange, like this thing was going to appear in front of me again. I felt truly like this was more than sleep paralysis and some kind of entity. I was able to go back to sleep and the next morning I felt so drained and couldn't focus. I thought about it for the next few days and couldn't shake this creepy feeling. This wasn't the first time I'd had sleep paralysis in this apartment. When I first moved in, I had an episode where a dark figure was attacking me in my sleep. This also came to me in the form of another friend. Anyway, truly weird, and even though this happened two years ago, I still wonder, was it just sleep paralysis or something more? Anyway, sorry for the long story, and I have so many other stories that involve sleep paralysis, Ouija boards, and a few dreams I've had where I spoke to my deceased grandparents. I still often to this day dream about school. So that doesn't surprise me that something would take on the appearance of like an old school friend or something. I've had it before where I've turned up at school with no knickers on. (laughs) Have you had that? I'm pretty sure I might have. Yeah. I've had like a nightmare. Uh, What, you didn't have any knickers on? (laughs) No, not (laughs) knickers. Sorry. (laughs) I had like a nightmare one time. This ain't about that, but I I can't remember when it were, but it's like nursery. Mm -hmm. There's this guy who worked there and he was quite scary looking. And he looked kind of like, what's his name? The bad, the evil guy. Mm. Yeah. From that TV, that little TV show. I always used to watch. George used to watch it as well. Mm. And it's like Funky Town or something. Oh. The evil guy and that. The bit with the pink hair. Yeah, like yeah. all the yeah. Crazy Town. But yeah. Was it? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. The one who tried to give them sweets all the time. The evil guy. Mm. Yeah, he looked like the play guy in the nursery. He was pretty booky. I've nearly said Andy Becky used to fancy him, but she didn't. She fancied the other one who was like into his fitness. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the Italian guy. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. She has strange tastes, Andy Becky. (laughs) But yeah, I just... 
it doesn't surprise me that you you would see people from school because personally, quite personally, I found school really traumatic, and so did you, didn't yeah. you? Which is why you don't go anymore, and you're home educated. It's a really traumatic experience for a lot of people. <laughs> like I left at fourteen, a bit older than you did, yeah, and was never regretted it. I went back to education a bit later in life and got it all done then. Um, but yeah, I hated it. Hated it. Yeah, see. So if I was to see like an old school friend coming out of a black misty form, that would be quite terrifying. <laughs> be even worse if it was one of the teachers. <laughs> That's the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed and we'll catch up with you again soon. Yes, we will. And if you haven't done so and would like to do so, please leave a five star rating and a review if it's Apple Podcasts. That would be lovely. Splendid. Thank you so much and take care, everyone. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.